Hello, everyone. Welcome to Job Creators Radio Show, an international talk radio show focused on individuals, families, professionals, and organizations committed to meaningful employment for persons with disabilities. I'm your host, Sean Smith, founder of Don't Dis My Ability. We are on air. Thank you for joining us for our first live episode. It's extremely exciting. Our first guest is Amy Cosper, former editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine, and the CEO of Radical Upstarts. She's been reporting and commenting on the world of entrepreneurship for 12 years. She's an evangelist for innovation and disruption around the globe. She's keenly aware of the power of entrepreneurship on a cultural and economic level. And her mission is to spread the word and promise of these philosophies on a global scale to make an impact teaching these ideas. She's currently working on a book and a documentary that explores the deep economic and cultural impact heralded by the global entrepreneurship community. She's an award-winning editor and writer and strongly adheres to the idea that on the other side of your fear is your success. And she would know since she rides a Ducati and only does sports that require a helmet. And to learn more about Amy, please go to amycosper.com. One of the things I want to promote um, you know, that's a big part of the, the job creators movement is the Trailblazing 2017 conference. I encourage everyone to buy your tickets, get them early. Uh, I'm confident that this is going to be a sold out conference. It's only its second year, but it's a one day global conference in South Florida held at the newly renovated Brower Center for the Performing Arts on September 30th, 2017. This conference unites top corporations actively recruiting adults with developmental disabilities, enterprising micro-businesses, self-employed individuals, angel investors, corporate-based accessibility teams, assistive technology developers, and disability jobs, portal agencies to discuss a global employment crisis facing millions of people with developmental disabilities. Again, this is September 30th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I went to the conference last year and to watch it grow the way that it did, it was just an amazing experience. We're just going to wait a couple more minutes for Amy to join us. And I also wanted to mention that this show is being brought to you by Picasso Einstein in collaboration with Don't Dis My Ability. Hey, Sean Smith, it's Amy Cosper. <laughs> oh my goodness, Amy Cosper. <laughs> I've been sitting trying to, I'm, I'm sorry, technology is not always um, reliable. So hi. Hi. Fantastic. Hi. Awesome. Good to have you on. Good to good to be on. Sorry about the the little delay there. Oh, that's all right. It's you know it's a new system and we're all kind of getting used to it. So um, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just happy you're here. <laughs> I went on I, for ten I, minutes. Me too. I was yelling and screaming like Sean, <laughs> Sean. I mean, I sounded like a maniac in my in my own office. But anyway, I'm I'm happy to be Good here. Enough. So thank you for the outstanding filler which I was yelling through. But anyway, here, here we are. <laughs> Awesome. Well, and I'm so glad to have you here, Amy. Like, I, you know, I guess as you were listening, like this is, you know, a huge for the job creators movement to have somebody with your experience kind of come on board and, and advocate. And so I guess one of the questions I had was, you know, how did you get involved with the job creators movement? How did that kind of unravel and, and come together? Yeah, you know what? It, that is a, a great and very fair question. I am very much, to my own um, chagrin, an accidental tourist on this whole journey. 
And, you know, I was contacted by Alexa, um, don't diss my ability, a while ago, like right when I was leaving Entrepreneur Magazine. And, you know, I started doing research on the impactful um, difference this organization and this movement is making not only in the lives of disabled, but in really the the whole entrepreneurial landscape. And so it just became sort of a natural um, thing for me to get excited about. And so that's that's why I'm here and that's why I will be in Florida in September. And I think what, what they're doing, the work they're doing, what they stand for is um, inspirational, not only to their own community and tribe, but to, to everyone. I couldn't agree more. And for me, getting connected with with the movement was just um, a sense of kind of home for me. Um, you know, finding organizations like this are kind of few and far between. So to see what Job Creators Movement and Picasso Einstein have been able to do in a relatively yep. short amount of time as a startup is incredible. I mean, it really is. It, it, and you're right. It's not just about the, the movement and, you know, the, the message that they are extending, but they're, they're standing up a startup company in a very, very short amount of time. And, you know, their story is as exciting as the story that they're telling and the, the excitement that they're trying to create through their messaging. So that's, you know, that's kind of how I got from here to there. And, you know, then I was on hold for so long and I was so sad and I'm happy to be talking to you now. So, me too. You have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> so you mentioned trailblazing. I'm excited. I, I'm going to meet you there in person. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's going to be an incredible experience. And we have a lot of people who are going to be attending. And I'm wondering because I've done some research on you, and I've tried to find information about radical upstarts. And so mm-hmm. I think the name is brilliant because every startup is a radical upstart. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's brilliant that you've encompassed all of that. But can you tell us a bit about it, how how it came to be? <laughs> well, first of all, it is a brilliant name. I haven't done a lot with it because I've, you know, I've I, I created this platform for a, a book and a film, and you know, writing and doing all this. But I, I've really taken kind of a gap year and taken a couple of steps back um, to really look at what what I want to stand for and the work I want to do. So Radical Upstarts is it's really just right now a platform. I have one page of a book written. Um, so I you know like brilliant is not how I would describe how I've launched this. However, very thoughtfully um, I have, and you know I, I'm kind of back in the game now after the motorcycle trip, after you know traveling. And just kind of taking a, a couple steps back to um, do something that that is meaningful, and you know the work that that we're doing with Picasso Einstein and with Alexa, to me that that is what matters, and that's what I'm standing for right now. So thank you for asking that. I don't have a very good answer for you, I, but thanks you know for calling I'm, me brilliant. That's awesome. Yay. Well, I'm 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 going to disagree because I like as a a counselor and entrepreneur. You know, I read your blog on vulnerability and mm-hmm. and the, the leap from, you know, leaving Entrepreneur Magazine to jumping into becoming an entrepreneur. And I think it's great that you're in a spot where you're able to take that time to reflect on what it is you want to do rather than, like most, a lot of entrepreneurs have an idea and they rush into it. You're taking your time and I think that's great. Well, yeah, thank you. And I, I also, you know, I, I am very lucky and very blessed that I can take this time and have what we're calling around here the gap year um, before. Like, I, I, I don't 
I don't want a job. You know what I mean? I want to work oh, I and I want to contribute. I exactly and I, yeah, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, you know exactly what that statement means. And so, you know, for me, it's deciding what the work is that I want to do to contribute to, you know, the world and society and, you know, and my family. So that that's really sort of where I am with it. I'm just being really honest. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to blow smoke about how accomplished I've been since I've left left entrepreneur because it, there, there's a lot of work <laughs> I still need to do. But I've had a lot of fun, just to be clear. Well, yeah, but I, I also think that's an important point for entrepreneurs to understand, and this is something that I talk about very openly. You know, entrepreneurship is not all about headshots and catchphrases, right? There's, there's it, the, exactly. the other side that people don't see that we need to talk about. It, it is so true, and I think, you know, not to get uber philosophical here, but the the irony to me is that writing about what I'm doing now is very different than doing what I'm doing now. And so it, it is a, a humbling um, experience to, you know, like it's so easy to, you know, be very Pollyanna, very rah-rah, do your own thing, be your own boss, get out from under the man. It's an entirely different experience to do it for yourself. You know what I mean? So it is a very raw, very real thing that I'm experiencing right now. And it's nice to, you know, have this therapy session. <laughs> Good talk, Sean. Good talk. Any, any, any time, Amy. Any, you can call me anytime. <laughs> but, it's, it's, but it really is one of those things. And as I read your blog post, I just thought, wow, this is great. Um, because I, you're a person of influence. And I, and I think people need to really take stock of, of where they're at and the decisions they make and, and to realize that, Part of all of this is being vulnerable. If you're not vulnerable as an entrepreneur, you're not going to make it. Right. Well, and as a human, too. I mean, I think that everything we're talking about, you know, while it plays into the idea of entrepreneurship, it also plays into life. Like everything you do in life is about your vulnerability and your ability to focus. You know, whether you're on a motorcycle and you see a pothole, you know, you see a pot, you focus on it, you're going to hit it. You do the same thing in business and in entrepreneurship and in, you know, all the creative processes. So, you know, like I, I think it is incredibly relevant what we're talking about. And it's okay to be raw. Like, I, you know, I'm not apologetic about it. Me either. <laughs> I, we're going to get along well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and one of the things that I find too, especially when it comes to individuals with disabilities, is that you know often the, the people who should support us and, and love us the most often show it the least. And so, as an entrepreneur with with a disability, you know it, it makes it that much harder. And, and I find the people who tell us it can't be done simply lack the courage to try. Right. You know. Right. And we all I have, mean, a, and that's yep. We all have I mean, a story to tell. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to talk over you, but it's that that is an issue of, you know, leadership and curiosity. And, you know, and I agree with you. And, you know, like I, I have um, I, I have witnessed this phenomenon in entrepreneurship. And I spoke last week in Denver at the ABAI conference, and I was stunned to see the body of work that people in behavioral sciences and behavioral disabilities like what the work and the, the collective intel um, that is available to humanity and is not being revealed to me was just I mean I, I am I'm humbled by it I mean and by your work and by what what everybody is doing with the the same vision and strategy and focus 
And so one of the questions that I have, Amy, is that like you've been everywhere, like literally. And so I'm wondering if there are organizations that you, you've come across who are doing something so innovative when it comes to creating meaningful employment for individuals with mm -hmm. developmental disabilities that you would want to promote or, or share a story with us. I mean, I, I see it everywhere, you know, and, and I, you know, and just a full disclosure, I, I, I have a, a passion for the creative economy and the creative industries. And, you know, there, there's an organization in Copenhagen called the Creative Business Cup Challenge, which celebrates creativity and entrepreneurship, but, but really more of making a difference in the, in the world and on the, the global economy. And, you know, it, to me, an embracing of, of all people who have whatever the disability. I mean, I don't even like to say that word very much, but, um, you know, I, I, I love this organization. I love the movement and the creative industries and the creative economy, and I think it creates um, all kinds of opportunities for um, people who are not you know, people who are disabled and who might have certain learning disabilities. So, like, I just, I, I have embraced this organization and this endeavor. That sounds interesting. I'm going to have to check them out. CBC, Denmark, baby. They're awesome. It's the place to be. Awesome. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, it can be cold and dark, too. <laughs> I've never been. Someday. Someday. You will. You will. And so if it's all right with you, I'm going to open the line up and we'll take sure. a couple of questions. And I just want okay. to remind our, our callers that, um, you know, we want to make sure that we try to get to more than one person. So please, only one question. And let's see who we have. Hello, caller. You are live on the air with Amy Cosper and Sean Smith. Do you have a question for us? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, so I, I have a question for, for Amy in regards to to her take on just disabilities and entrepreneurship. And you know what, what we've seen is that that there's a lot of great things happening, but they kind of happen in the vacuum, meaning that every single person who works in the disability community already knows all the great things that are going on. But the problem is that people who have no real connection to the disability community have no idea about the amazing things that are going on. And so what I was wondering from your perspective, being that you come in uh, really from the outside looking in, how important do you think it is for business communities to start exploring what is happening in the disability community and how do you think that they benefit by doing so, particularly when we talk about people with developmental disabilities have amazing ideas, incredible uh, mm -hmm. values, work values and ethics, uh, you know, how do we really break this cycle and reach out to more people like you? Well, first of all, you know, thanks for throwing me a tough ball, you know, but that is a beautiful and brilliant question. And, you know, I think there, first of all, there is no end to the possibilities that exist for people with, with disabilities. The, the challenge, I think, is really finding a voice and being heard because I didn't hear your voice until I got that call from Alexa and from Sean um, to talk about people with disabilities and what it means to, you know, the creative process and to business and to opportunities. And I think the, 
the, the challenge is to find the advocates who are going to go out there and tell your story. And I, until, you know, very recently, was not one of those people because I didn't know. I, I just didn't know. And so I think creating an awareness and a voice is going to be key to, to, to conquering this challenge, which is epic. I mean, there, there's nothing small about what we're talking about today, but there is something so beautiful and promising about the possibilities that my challenge to you is let's get together and let's figure out how to make sure um, the world knows about this voice that is not very loud right now. And I, I think it is all about coming together in the collective. Does that answer your question? I, I, I was rambling. Yeah. No, no, that, that's great. I, I think um, one of the challenges that the disability community has is knowing how to communicate effectively to the world outside of the disability community because it's a exactly. different language. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, you know, that all comes, and I, I don't mean to be trite here, but that's all about creating a brand, right, and creating right. meaningful a meaningful voice where, where people will listen to what you have to say. And I am telling you, and I'm giving you my word right now, I will be a part of that, and I want to help, and we need to find more influencers and advocates who can move this message along. That's awesome. And I, Thank you. I, I know we've well. only got four minutes left in the call, but, but I really appreciate you being on, and, and uh, you know, it's nice to see that there's individuals who don't need to have an emotional connection to see the vision. And I think that's where, where we really need to start um, engaging people is more on a cognitive level. You don't have to have a child with uh, autism or Down syndrome for you to see this as a good thing for society. And so we're glad that you're able to see the value and not be the skeptic. So we're real grateful you know, for your perspective. Thank you again. Well, for and I'm grateful for, for you guys for opening my, my eyes and, you know, there there is nothing that can't be done here. Like it, like I'm I'm telling you, I've seen that it's like a startup. You know, like it, it's it's hard to to state your vision and to you know try to find the voice. But I I think that we can do that, and I think we can do that collectively. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Thank you. And I would um, just add to that, one of the things I think is important is, you know, for these advocates to, to be out there and, and to share your story. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there are so many of us, I call us X-Men, you know, we're out there, we all have these unique gifts and, and stories that, you know, in order to get started, it doesn't have to be great, it just has to be. You can build on something that exists, but you right. can't build on nothing. It, it is. I mean, it's like anything in life, you just have to start, right? You have to take that first step on your marathon. You have to take that first step of starting a company or raising money. You have to take that first step of, of writing a paragraph of your book. Just start. And I think that is so key to so many, you know, philosophies in, in life and, and in creating a, a movement, which is what, what you're trying to do, Sean. That's exactly it. And we've got about two minutes left. I don't think we have time for another call, but I just I wanted to say thank you, Amy, for, for joining us in the Job Creators Movement. We're so stoked to have you on board, and I look forward to meeting you at Trailblazing. Yeah, me too. Thank you for your patience on the technology side, and I wish you 
um, so much success and good luck, and I, I certainly hope to be a part of the, the engine that drives this vision forward. So I'm, I'm with you, Sean. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot All for right. joining us today. All, All right. right. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Okay. Cheers. And so, again, my name is Sean Smith. I'm the founder of Don't Dis My Ability, which is an innovative, multifaceted company that specializes in assisting in individuals who are neurodiverse. I identify as being neurodiverse myself and one of the few people around the world who specializes in assisting people who are also neurodiverse in helping them to explore what's right with them by embracing their disability and the benefits, um, the assets that come by way of that disability. So this is an important factor in the job creators movement as we partner with different individuals in the inter interviewees that we have on the show. This is a progressive movement that really is steering towards meaningful employment for individuals with disabilities. That's our episode today. Thank you to our special guest, Amy Cosper. Please, you can, uh, you can find Amy Cosper's links uh, to her social media profiles on the Job Creators Radio Show website. Please follow and promote our guests as they continue to do the same for us. And please remember, Job Creators is a movement, a movement that relies on you, the listener, to promote the wonderful work we're doing. Please like and share this interview with, with your network and follow us on social media. I'm your host, Sean Smith, proud founder of Don't Diss My Ability, asking you to tune in next time as we continue to interview trailblazers in the job creators movement. Until next time, thanks for joining us. And I guess we have one or so minutes left, and so I don't know that we have time for another call, but again, I'd like to reiterate thanks again to Amy Cosper, and please tune in next time for our special guest, Dr. Stephen Shore, who will be joining us. And again, we expect to have another great interview with him uh, to get up to speed on what he's been up to and his tremendous insight into the job creators movement and the positive impact that he's had on so many and continues to have. And Steve, Dr. Stephen Shore will also be at Trailblazing 2017. If you haven't got your tickets yet, I encourage you to pick them up. It is going to be at the renowned Broward Center for the Performing Arts, which is an incredible venue. Uh, it, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be packed uh, with the level of speakers and presenters and panelists that we have, as well as the job creators, individuals who have gone through uh, Picasso Einstein's cohort, uh, who have different wares to sell, who will also be there. And we encourage people to come and support those individuals and buy their unique wares that they've used their gifts to create.